All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Eddie Lonnick gang. And shout out to Real Life Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what the... To find that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Episode 131 Nation Real Life Tyler Remchuk, Wanye, Jay Chalmers, no bagged milk. He's on vacation, but I mean, it's the middle of summer. That's usually when hockey folk do most of their vacationing. Ken Holland is not taking any time off. He did it, you guys. We talked about it for years. Most of us thought it would never happen. Milan Lucic has been dealt to Calgary. News broke around 1.30 in the afternoon on Friday. I'll start with you, Wanye. Your first reaction when you looked at your phone and saw the tweet that said Milan Lucic's time in Edmonton is over. I was doing something else and came back to my phone. And whenever Rick from the Pint texts me, I know something's happened at the Oilers. And there was five texts from Rick from the Pint. What happened? And that was how I got my news. Well, we were... well. Actually, we were in a meeting, having a little brick meeting, and Bagmill came running down the stairs, popped his head out through the door, is like, we did it. And we're like, what? You're right. He's like, I think we just traded Lucci. Just like, holy shit, to who? And then he said Calgary, and then James Neal. That, that, that's an impressive haul. I was at a stag this weekend, so I put my phone away while I was golfing. So I looked at it at like 3 o'clock, and my group chat with my buddies that I play hockey with was like lighting up and one of them's a Flames fan. And I just saw like the messages of him. He's like, I can't fucking believe this actually fucking happened. And all the Oilers guys were just like so thrilled. But I think that's, I don't think any Oilers fan is mad about this at all. I don't see how you could be, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It, I, I got So we have a editor-in-chief, if you will, of the entire Nation Network. And each site is set up with a Slack channel. So there's the Canucks Army Slack channel, the Leafs Nation Slack channel. There's the Flames Nation Slack channel, and it was fucking melting when this happened. It melt. It was it was like an emotional roller coaster to witness them 
kind of like being like, what the fuck? Why did we do this? To then all of a sudden create reasons why it was a good move. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to justify uh, now it. Now Flames fans know what it's like to be an Oilers fan. No kidding. It is cool how like the whole fan base has kind of just been united about this one move. Like everyone just is happy for once. It's, it's a very, very weird feeling. The minute. So it, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not at the same level as winning the draft lottery, mm-hmm. but for some reason it felt like something I had to celebrate. Yeah, and I and uh, I was sitting with uh, with uh, Cam and, and and bag milk upstairs. I'm like, I think we have to celebrate this. So that I ran downstairs to the cafe and bought us a beer, and then we cheers. And uh, it just felt like that was the thing to do. I felt like I just had to have a few cocktails. And actually, <laughs> I'm not like, I, for once, I'm like, I think I think I think things are actually going in the right direction. Yeah. I like where the team is going. I like how Holland's done what he, we talked about on mm-hmm. an earlier show he does, which is like try and get a whole bunch of people to compete in camp and try and get some of that bench strength for the lower six that Chia was basically heart set on dismantling. I think he's bringing that back. James Neal playing with Connor McDavid could reignite and score 30 goals. Well, if you straight up last, last season said like, you know, after this season's done, the two guys are the most polarizing on our team were Talbot and Lucic, yeah. right? They were the ones that were talked about the most, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, probably most for worse. And you said at the end of the season, we were basically going to go one for one with a Lucic for Neil and a Smith for Talbot. So now we were going to have Smith and um, uh, Neil. Neil. Yeah. Everybody would have thought that was a win. Though you sure. Yeah, and so we've done that. That's great. To our, like, biggest rivals. I. That's huge. Yeah, I... I, I and whatever, I could be so wrong, but I truly feel like we just fucking pants the Calgary Flames we in did. a trade. Like, from Calgary's perspective, okay. They're only really paying Lucic 5.25 mil a year because he was retaining that 750K. And now, Neil, when you look at it from an Oilers perspective, is a $6.5 million player, which is pricey. But the, I don't think Milan Lucic is ever going to score 20 goals at the NHL level again. James Neal, that's all he's done up until last year is rip home 20 goals and, like, the McDavid angle is interesting. I think the Nugent Hopkins angle could be just as interesting. Like having a legit second line where your center Nuge and Neil could combine. I think like a forty-five goal combination between the two of them is very, very realistic. Nuge will find you. Nuge is such a cerebral player that if Neil, the shooter, knows where to be and can keep up with the play, which is the only thing that is any kind of doubt is is has he actually taken a step back speed-wise? Mm-hmm. He needs he needs he needs you know some element of skating in his game, but. If, if he still can shoot a puck and if he's just knows where to be, Nuge being Nuge can find him. And if he's playing with Connor, well then you, Connor's just going to be, he's yeah. going to, he's going to get too many passes. So I just, I don't, there's, there's so much upside on the Oilers side for this trade. It's insane. Lucic has proven with us, at least, at least in an Oilers uniform, he has lost it. Yeah. He can't handle the puck. He's not as physical he got what he had two fights last year, and I think I, I, one was against Smith. It's like he's lost a, his his heartbeat a little bit. So and maybe that's just because he came to Edmonton, signed the big ticket, let the pre- pressure get to him, and sure maybe this is you know uh, a new opportunity where he doesn't feel the pressure, even though he's still going to be carrying the cap hit and and yeah. still being paid a lot, and he's not going to be put in the top six. So like I don't I don't see how he flourishes there, but maybe mentally he'll feel better, and maybe he's a ten goal guy, and he gets into ten fights and leads the league in hits or something. But like we 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 weren't getting what we were paying for, and now we're getting a guy that actually can score. 
Like we just we just we just solved the we need a guy who can score a twenty goal problem by trading Milan Lucic, who was the biggest anchor to the team we had. Yeah, I, I think you're bang on with that. Um, the way I look at it, Milan Lucic will never be more than a two million dollar player, but he's on a six million dollar contract. James Neal's contract isn't good, but I think in terms of value, he can give you four to four and a half million dollars of good value. So in that sense, it makes it it works. Um, looking back at it, like Milan Lucic, everyone before they signed Luch. I think the fan base almost unanimously said we need someone like new. Like I remember Luch, specifically right? saying for years in the comment section, we need Milan Lucic. The problem was years went by while we were still. Yeah, saying- we just didn't get Milan Lucic. That's all. Like mm-hmm. we just we just got the, the 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 jersey to buy. Like we didn't get the player. Yeah, and that's Ooh, well and that's said. fine. Yeah. Um. So how are you gonna like ten years from now when the Oilers have won three Stanley Cups? <gasps> how are you gonna look back on the Milan Lucic? <gasps> era if you want to call it that like what's going to be your ending impression of him like is there any part of luch that you're going to miss no it'll be forgotten like yes like trust me i love i love the i love milan lucic as a hockey player when he is milan lucic we didn't like i said we didn't get him so like it's going to be easily forgettable because you know in my mind we're going to look back and be like that trade is actually what kept mcdavid in edmonton well yeah that's what i'll miss was the hype I love hype. Yeah. You know, like right now, I'm just starting to feel the hype from first day of training camp in the NFL. It's probably one of my favorite things, yeah. right? The you hype. would spin this the hype kills. you motherfucker. I love that part. And when we first got him, that felt good. That felt like a change, right? Proves not to be, but... Is Milan Lucic the worst signing in the history of the Oilers? You guys would know that answer better than oh, I would. No Why, Ramchuk? Were you born an hour ago? Yeah. Well, uh, you'd you have to say like... Oh, that's tough. I'm like, thinking like, like relative to the, the term and the impact we felt he would have on the team. In the cap era, it is. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I'm it, thinking about Javi yeah, Bulin, exactly. Koskinen may be up there. Koskinen. You can get out of those so much easier. Like even James Lucic. Neal. If James Neal doesn't work, his buyout is relatively easy. It'd be like $15 million spread out over six seasons. So a cap of two point something. Lucic's buyout was bad because yeah, of all the like signing bonus. It was essentially buyout proof. So there is that angle as well. Like while Neil could be on a similarly bad contract, the buyout doesn't sting nearly as much as the Milan Lucic one does. But I, I agree. Like when he came, and now you look back at it, it'll be it'll go down. I think is the worst signing in the modern Oilers history since whatever two thousand onwards. Yeah. Um, but that's free agency, isn't it? Like buyer beware, because you think you're solving all these problems with these guys, and I mean. Calgary has it now too, where they had to to get rid of James Neal, and you know he's fighting with the coach. Whatever was happening there, was he? It, yeah, that's kind of the word. Is that like him and Bill Peters did not get along is very Neil well? Is Neal a hothead? No, I just think him. He wasn't a Bill Peters type, is what yeah. I heard. Like, I, yeah, they just wanted more from him, and he wasn't bringing it. I what, do think there's yeah. a lot on him. What what I've heard is, and and this is all I care about is what the first thing I'm going to say is that. He is really liked in the room, mm-hmm. and that's all I really fucking care about because right now it's about trying to regain the culture within the room. Um, I think because he's more of a social guy, if you catch my drift, yeah, um, he can kind of be not liked by coach or management. What, um, what Jay's talking about, Chalmers, is a box social, which yeah. is when you and all the surrounding farms get together in a central barn and you have a fine yeah. dance. And not social in a bad way. Just it, it, it might, fun. He, he goes out. Like, yeah, I, and and that's fine because those are great guys. I think, I, but if you're bringing your team, 
with you, right? Yeah. If, oh, yeah. if you're a team guy, like, I don't care. Like, you hear stories where, you know, solid teams would go out every night and the rule, the captain, like a Shane Doan or whatever, would be like, you just have to show up. You just have to show up for one or just show up. If we're going out, you just have to show up. You know what? That's hilarious that you say that because I was listening to something the other day with Rick Tockett being interviewed. And he was saying that he, he like, he um, subscribed to that, like, really early in his career. One of the vets told him, like, it doesn't matter if it's a team function, you show up. Yeah. Even if you're only ever 10 minutes, show your face. Yeah. Because it's hugely important yeah. in building that, like, trust in you that goes far, you know, and then you fitting in with the rest of the boys yeah. on the team. So if Neil wants to keep the room light, the team light, great. Perfect. I think, I think that's a good in, in dressing room leader. So, like... Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, so like, and Connor and him were hanging out prior to the All Star game. They were hanging. Or, out sorry, the media thing. thing. Yeah, they work yeah. out together with Gary Roberts. So, what, yeah, so yeah. obviously so he signed so, off. So here's the thing: you got, you got Neil that went and played in the Stanley Cup Finals two years in a row. You know, was banged up in the last one. You know, didn't have a good off season for training because he was he was behind the eight ball. Came to camp behind the eight ball because shortened season, banged up. You know, big couldn't dope. do the training. Big dough, big big expectations, but also. You know, he was behind in his progression for that season. And then just kind of, it just kind of got toxic right from the get-go. It, it, you know, it could, didn't have a chance to set up for success. Now he's putting in the effort that from all accounts that we're hearing, he's putting the effort in the offseason right now to get to get his fitness back on track. So if his fitness is there, then his, you know, he doesn't need to be the fastest guy on the ice, but his, his skating should be good because he already was a good skater. I just... I just, I, I like, when we talked about this last week yeah. on the podcast, I'm like, if we actually pulled this off, like, I can't believe this is even on the table. Yeah, and we did. We had this exact conversation. Like, and how, I, I just, like, this, this, like, this could be, you know, the TSN turning point, you know, in terms of, like, regaining, <laughs> brought to you by Jiffy Lube. <clears throat> like, Jay brings the TSN turning point up only when things generally have turned. He's always drinking the Kool-Aid when he does it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that. but mm-hmm. I, but I, but I actually think like this is revel- like we actually turned the biggest boat anchor to our team. It's dragging us down on a lot of levels, and I, I, I don't know how deep we can get into that, but there, I know there's levels to a guy who is liked in the room, buddies with Connor, and is gonna is gonna guarantee us score twenty plus goals for us next year. Guaranteed? Whoa. Are you willing to lock that shit in? Lock if, that shit in. If he is healthy, yes. Like if he gets injured, obviously not. But like if he plays seventy-five games, he will score twenty goals. I agree with you. Actually, I'm right on board with that. Yeah, I, think like, I, is, I think he's a twenty-goal guy. His whole career, he's been a twenty-goal guy. So why would that change? How old is he? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. So him and Luch are That's relatively like they're maybe he seems six like months a mid-30s apart. Thirties type of player. Yeah, he's two years older than Luch. Yeah, but so he's I still used got to always love him back in the day when he was playing. Yeah, for like Dallas and stuff. Like Dallas and Pittsburgh. With Dave Tippett yeah. in Dallas. He's moved yeah. around. Oh yeah, he did play for Tippett. In yeah. Dallas. So I'm 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 like I'm just like over the moon. I'm like holy shit! Like we just got dramatically better. We just like I I, I tweeted it out like Nuge, you just had your wedding. You beautiful, cute, oh was that young looking hey? son of a bitch. <laughs> Good for him. Uncle Ken just got you the best wedding present ever. And it it's it doesn't necessarily have to be James Neal. It could be Leon Dry. You now have a line mate. Whatever way we look at it, it doesn't matter what Neal plays with. If he plays with Nuge or plays with Connor. He's now got either James Neal or 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 Leon Drysaddle as his line mate for the season. Like, how do you yeah. think the Nuge is going to do next year? Yeah, and the, and there's a ton. I think there could be more fallout from this deal from the Oilers. 
You want to talk about potentially a Patrick Maroon return now that Luch is out of the room and, you know, the rumors were that those two couldn't coexist. Yeah. So is there a Maroon return? They still have about, if they send down a forward like Brodziak or someone making around that range, they could have between $3.2 and $3.5 million here in cap space. Which That's we, enough to bring in one more low-end free agent. Well, and we you got to think Maroon's is is less than $2 million. Like, he's one and a half, one seven five again. But, like, once again, a guy Connor likes. Yeah. Guy can score with Connor. Once again, this helps the Nuge. Um, Will and, Anthony return if Patrick comes back? Always. Well, and, and and now he's just won a cup. Like the one thing, the Anthony one thing. There's two Who's things that? to be worried about about Pat Maroon. It's what does Anthony wanted, think? Oh, oh and, well, a- a- Anthony would probably love to come to Edmonton uh, because he, he's the biggest star this in Edmonton. Kid, yeah, yeah. No, I just using the cup for is, Yeah. <laughs> so Pat Maroon, the big rig, the big rig, just won a Stanley Cup and is enjoying it. Right? Which means yeah. he's going to come to camp right, right? 40 so, pounds overweight. And, 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 he, and he's a guy who struggles with his shape, and that's fine. fine. But like, but like, he has a shorter offseason, and also it's compounded with a lot of celebration. So he, we have to, if we do sign him, we have to be patient with him. He's going to take about a month or two to get into like NHL shape for sure. And that's fine. Uh, and the second is... What is the second? Doesn't Anthony. he take a month or two to get in NHL shape oh, the second. without a Stanley Cup? What's yeah. that? That, that, that was always the top like yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he needs his so time. Maybe three minutes. And the second is we're pretty deep on the left wing. You are. So we have to kind of we kind we, of have to just like shoehorn him in. What uh, I see a lot of these like tweets and stuff where people just list like twelve names, eight of them I don't have a clue of, and they're like, "This is your bottom six, or whatever. Yeah. Well, what's the deal with that? Like, why is there so many players there? Why do I not know who? Because all are? the Chirelli bets for depth were brutal. Well, no, and we also just signed a bunch, right? And like, yeah. who knows? Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see Joaquin Nygaard with my own eyes. Oh, me too, man. Like, he was the second leading goal What's scorer in the SHL. Nygaard? He is the second leading goal scorer or from first the leading, SHL from the SHL, which is you know, in terms Legit. of non-NHL leagues, you know, in the top mm-hmm. three, uh, and he's supposed to be fast as lightning. So we might actually get one of these guys that's. Like come out of nowhere, An Timo Meyer, win. like Don Scoy type of players. That's yeah. Think of like a lower grade Artemi Panarin, like very much lower grade. Like he'll never be an eighty point guy. I shouldn't have even said that comparison, but or have the nuts a guy to lip who off just Putin. took a, <laughs> yeah, a guy who just took a very very long time in Europe to kind of start developing the scouting report on him. Like you said, blazing fast, great hands, doesn't think as well as an NHL player would, and that's kind of always been what's holding them back. But here's the thing: I'll tell you, I'll tell you who he matches up with. But go ahead. When you play with Connor McDavid, you Tease. don't need to think. You just need to go to the net, man, and he can do that. Yeah, and, and, and exactly. Like someone, it, it's speed separate. Yeah, it's there's a lot of upside there. But like, you know what? If he turns into an Andrew Cogliano, mm-hmm. who was drafted in the first round because he was his abilities got him a lot of points in juniors, but he was he was just a fast, fast guy with with some hands. So now yeah. let's just you, hope you, he doesn't become like. Those players like Andrew Cogliano, I always hate when I watch them come back to Edmonton and they seem better on the team that they're now with, like it's an Edmonton curse. Well, that's a situation of we draft him so high, so we try to put we put a lot of offensive pressure on him. Yeah. He's like probably one of the upper echelon third liners so in the league. Where did this Nygaard come from? How, we, how do we just sign him? Like where what's his He story? was a touted European free agent. It Never was drafted? No, after proving it for yeah. three straight years in the SHL, NHL teams were lining up. Came down to Edmonton and Calgary, and he chose Edmonton. 
Yeah, and there's, a, cons- there's a conspiracy. Some I can't bitches. remember the hell That's a good story. Does. Enjoy Lucic and none, none of this guy. Yeah. So, but the, it's and there's a conspiracy. We we signed them before Holland came here, right? Or was it after? It was like right around that time. So there's a conspiracy. I can't remember. It's like a friend of a friend is like an uncle to this guy, but. Um, I, I I heard that like Swedish that in January, it was already known that Holland would be the GM of the Oilers because it was known that Eiserman was going to be the GM in Detroit. Yeah, so it was known in January Holland was going to be. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So the, so the, this is the conspiracy. So he already started. And, and what's Holland good at? Still. Finding the Zetterbergs of the yeah. world late in the draft. You know, and so I, I guess there's, and, and so did his kind of Euro research for who can we sign for value to start fixing the Edmonton Oilers, even though he's in the position of being the GM of the Detroit Red Wings, knowing that he's going to be parting ways and coming with us. So it's if, if that's if, if that type of conspiracy is true and that kind of depth and analysis went on a guy like this, he could be a value to the roster. I'm not saying he's the answer, but maybe we have a fucking unreal, like Cogliano type third liner. So even though I listen to this podcast religiously when I'm not on it, <laughs> Did you guys talk about uh, the scout? Oh, the, boy. The, uh, the like the scouting change. Old uncle, Uncle Archie. Uncle Archie. Did you guys talk about that at all? Briefly. Seventy-year-old scout coming on board. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's me. weird. I, I you know that I guy. respect seventy-year-olds that do have done their job forever, and all they like if it's he's yeah. just a pro scout, right? So yeah. he's watching pro players. He's yeah. not going and trying to find you know kids in Europe and shit like that, right? Like he's just scouting pro players for as, trades, as right? long as he's adapted. To what the NHL is versus like being stuck in like I love it. And you know what? It goes against everything that I've thought, right? Like when I was yeah. like, you gotta get younger, gotta get younger. I've said that repeatedly. This is the one spot where I don't know that you really need to get younger, right? Like a pro a pro scout is gonna know pro players. You know, and if he's been with the game a long time, hopefully he's you know, he can change with the game. He can see how the game has changed. Yeah. Scout accordingly. So I, I, for one thing, I, I will for sure, his wisdom will allow him to scout character. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because he'll be able to see through the shit on some players and call bullshit. Uh, that for sure. It's just, yeah, as long as, he, as, long as he's willing to as adapt to what As long as he understands needs, young players. Like, as long as he understands the mentality yes, of a young player. Like Milan Lucic of 2019 is Zach Cassian, not Milan Lucic. Right, that yeah, like, yeah. As, long, as long as he adapts in those for in, in those facets, and sure, like because I like I like physical. I'm still old school in the sense yeah. I like physical teams, but they have to be fast and they have they have to be able to skate. When since since I brought up that it's an AFL training camp today, what's when's Oilers training camp start? Like when is rookie camp? Mid September. Yeah, mid September. It's still a month and a bit away. I'm very excited for it too, though, Chalmers. Don't worry. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm just biting my nails All right, in anticipation. A, a couple of minutes ago, you guys mentioned the Ryan Nugent Hopkins wedding last oh, week. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a cool moment that came from that. We're going to discuss it in a second. But first, this podcast is not possible without the fine folks at Japa. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Japa Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Japa Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Japa Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at japamachinery.com. Japa Machinery Group, join the family. Episode 131, welcome back to Nation Real Life. Jay, in here. Wanye, Shamers, I'm Tyler Uremchuk, and uh, another big shout to the fine folks at Japa. I need to, uh, I've got a testimonial of Japa. Uh, good friend and uh, head everything at uh, Japa, Sean Green, the heart and soul of the team. 
the glue guy, uh, came and helped me yesterday using some Japa machinery, drill some holes so I can put in some fence posts. Important. Very important. Mm-hmm. He brought over the C-16 something something. Is that real? I think it was the C-16. Yeah. I was trying to remember it. I, was, I meant to put a note on my phone, but then my phone was in my it? pocket. He did offer. I was scared. What? You had to do it. Well, just because there is, you know, there's other, there, it, it's tight corners and other cars. But anyways, came in with his machinery on his day off. Good guy that he is. Drilled some holes with this intense skid steer and this crazy auger and made my life so much easier. How many so, holes are we talking? Uh, we're talking five holes. Did, it, you get a, did you get a line locate done? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You yeah. didn't, did you? Of course, also I'd be dead right now. Okay, you're looking at me like I might have. No, no, we, no, no. We called. We called before. What do you you care, Inspector Joe? So, what do you? One I, I just want. I don't want him yeah. to die. I just once again want to shout out how good of people they are, Jappa, and thank you, Sean, for hooking a brother up and saving him from having to dig some three foot hole, deep holes that would have been the most giant pain in the ass ever. Anyways, oh yeah. On to other things, mm. like. Uh, the Oilers and ex-Oilers wearing Keep Nooch Forever shirts. Yeah, like basically the best nation gear photo of all time. What, what is, a week did okay, we, like what so, like what kind of week did we have yesterday or let, last let week? Let me Jesus. tell you about this. So I'm sitting there and I'm away this weekend. I'm out at the lake and I'm watching on my phone and all of a sudden to our group text with the seven of us, uh, like the seven of our friends, JR, all of a sudden the picture shows up. And I don't have any clue where this person got that shirt because you guys, like you, you saw it for the first time at that moment. I, oh, I, I, I knew go. I knew there was going to be a potential of it happening, but I would have said, because I think we talked about it last week, yeah. that the odds were going to be like 2% chance. So for the people that didn't listen religiously last week like I did. Chalmers, there's only 12 people. Yeah. You're one of the 12. So all the 12 picture, listen. The picture is of Nuge with what seems to be his bachelor, like his bachelor party. And it, they're all wearing keep Nuge Forever shirts. Yeah. So it was his wedding. Oh, that was like the day before his wedding. That was the death. It was a five-day party. I think it, party, I think it no came out the day after yeah, his wedding. The day after. The day after. Oh, so okay. there's a double entendre. So we, want, we as Oilers fans party. want to keep Nuge forever. Mm. Mrs. Nuge wants to keep Nuge forever. She yeah. also keeps Nuge forever. We were, we were really thinking the long oh, game wow, with that this design. Has levels. So our good friend, Johnny Winwick at ATB, who is just like, you know, great sp- sponsor and partner of ours and uh, works with the Nuge because ATB's uh, ambassador, uh, Nuge's ambassador for ATB. He just goes, hey, Jay, uh, can I get eight of those Keep Nuge Forever shirts? I'm like, sure, Johnny, whatever you want. Like, And I'm like, why do you need them? He's like, oh, I'm going to send them to, uh, calls him Ryan, obviously on a different level. Oh, by his first name. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on a <laughs> dear friend. Uh, <laughs> a dear friend of the show. Uh, and so I'm going to send him Ryan for his wedding and I'll get him to take a photo. I was like, uh, okay. And then sure as shit, we sent him to Johnny. Johnny sent him to Nuge. And then he got Oscar Kleffbaum, Justin Schultz, Nuge, Matt Benning. Jujar. Jujar the Hammer Kara. Which is oh, visible. baby. Oh, we have a John oh. Han moment, ha- oh, oh, moment there. Oh, and was oh, there someone else out his hammer? No, why would I do Of course. Do you Jordan. even like hockey? I do, but I don't. So I don't like hockey because I didn't zoom in on other packages to yeah. see if they were like hung Not everyone's you weirdo, just Jujars. The Hamaconda. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, go, Oilers, go. Oh. Kind of hard to notice now that you pointed out. Let's go, Oilers. I, I overlooked Wanye's beloved Jordan Everly was also wearing It, it kind of gives you a screenshot into, like, the group. That's a fun group. It's like, strange uh, it's, that uh, they roll with Schultz. What? That was strange. 
Schultz is a nerd. Schultz is a BC guy. He's just jolting everywhere. BC guy. Just coughing up pucks, stepping <laughs> no. over himself. No, we screwed up. Falling Justin down, yeah. being no. a dork, no, being we- crappy while he was here. The good when he left. <laughs> Fuck. I do like that group though. That's a good looking. Group. Oh my god! It was like the, the photo comes out it, and we see it. I was just like, I cannot believe this happened. Like, just blown away that like. So where did, they what, know what those shirts are. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing yeah. that blows me away. I'm like, Johnny's going to send them and they're going to be like, well, we can't wear those. But they knew what they were doing. And I know Juan Ye's built up a lot of cred- credibility with Everly over the years. Well, we do go back and quite a ways. There were some DMs this year. Does he know that he was wearing the shirt oh, yeah. of his mom's oh, new boyfriend? Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that is an interesting question. I don't want any trouble at the Everly house. I've made myself scarce. Ugh. Six yeah. degrees. So that happens on what, like Tuesday or, th- or Wednesday or Thursday, and then all of a sudden, Luch gets traded. The the the, the other thing that has been driving me nuts all off season, like what a week. Yeah, it really has been a pretty wild week, and I like the point you made about there was an interesting group there. Yeah, like it is cool to kind of see how like guys continue to interact and like how the friend group kind of stays the same, how the core can stay the same even when. Guys getting moved on and moved out of there and stuff, which is why I want Patrick Maroon back. Well, exactly. He, right? They and all, I think James Neal, if he played on our team yeah. last year, would have been in that photo. And people are like, why weren't Connor there? Connor is trying to get back to playing shape. Connor's us. hanging out with Cassian. You're telling me. Just hold oh, yeah, it. Hold yeah. And phone. Mrs. Cassian yeah. on mom's you, night you out. Think according Connor to wasn't there just because he was getting in playing shape. Like well, if Nuge said, hey, be in my wedding party. Come to this house the night before, and we're gonna have some. They're in, they're they're Connor in and the Nuge are like they're in Hawaii. I got rehab. Connor and the Nuge are like six years apart, man. They're not the same crew. They're in Hawaii. I I bet you. He, I bet you. I bet you don't go to the wedding or did go to the wedding. No. Yeah. No. The wedding's already happened. You don't think Connor went to the wedding? No. It was all in Hawaii. It all happened like consecutively. Like oh, I see. They got married next day. Photo yes, came out. Oh, the Nuge. But I bet you. I bet you Connor is focused on one thing and one thing only right now because he's behind the eight ball. Endorsements. It's, it's getting yeah. Endorsements. Getting back to going shape. to concerts. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's Music it's getting in shape. Yes, Austin Matthews getting airline. his health back. <laughs> Ken Holland gave an update on Connor today when he was talking with our good friend Tom Gazzola. It's strange. It's almost as though he wants us to know what's happening with the team. That's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. weird transparency. Um, he said that by all reports, he ha- or he says he has consistent talk with the McDavid camp, and by all reports, he's on schedule. So if he's not ready for the start of training camp, it'll be some point thereafter. Here's the thing about on schedule. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. Until, ah. they're, until they're supposed to be done. And then, until it's a year and a half for a and podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it hey, it's like construction, rehab. You're always on schedule until the schedule's done and you realize you're two weeks late. <laughs> and that's why he couldn't take five days off to go to Hawaii for New Year's wedding because that's how tight they the don't deadline have, is. They that's don't have so rubber bands is. to use in, in Hawaii, for the way. Connor doesn't use rubber bands, Chalmers. He uses platinum I mean, that's bands. what rehab. You don't want to use hard weights. Adamantium. That's Are you is. giving medical advice Adam to Connor McDavid? I mean, if I was there, I'd probably be able to help. <laughs> I've been through my fair share of rehab in my life. Connor, here's what you need to do. Get him out. What Gary is, what Roberts, get the fuck again? out of my uh, way. What is you he, come what's in, hurt, lit what's hurt dark. again? I forget. Knee? Yeah, something is. Oh, knee, fuck right? that. That's PCL. the only thing I haven't been able to get back. The ligament I didn't know existed until Connor McDavid. Only Connor has one. Yeah, no, can't help. That's that. why he's so fast. He's got like the ninth, twelve lingons. Yeah, lingaments. Oh, Chalmers Lingamans. is out here getting medical advice, and his phone has been a spinning wheel of death for an hour and a half. Now. For an hour and I a half. I bet you Connor would have so a suggestion. This morning, yeah. Connor texting, buy a new phone. I'm texting some people, and like when you push the text button, like to go to their texting, it's taking forever. It's like lagging, right? And everything in his phone is lagging. 
And all of a sudden, it just goes to the spinning pinwheel in the middle of a black screen. I put an Insta story up if anybody wants to see. At Nation Real Life. So Follow us for God's sake. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, get in the, I get in the truck. I think the phone's done. I think it's off. And I'm like, it's not working. And all of a sudden, I'm receiving phone calls in my truck. So I know that it's clearly I like, talked to you this morning. Still actually worked. Well, this was after. Oh. So I get in here, and your guys' Wi-Fi is terrible at best. And so I can't get anything to work on my iPad. I want to check and see if the Russians are hacking me because of the face app. So that's what you think is happening. You think you're being hacked? I think that they're stealing my money. Maybe. Yep. Might be. <laughs> the first thing I do when I find out something's wrong with my, my shit is I go check my bank account. I'm like, let's just make sure that that's not being fooled with. <laughs> my credit cards are still in check, right? Because if somebody's going to hack you, that's what they're going for. Well, you're, you're right to feel that. Like, we can have a conversation about a product. And sure as shit, within like three hours... You'll you'll see it on your Instagram feed as a promoted. But post. as an advertiser, I would like to buy that. I would like to buy those ads, and they are. In, but that, cannot that's buy them. So that's so invasive. It isn't though. People have proven this time and time again, especially with all the voice command stuff now. People do not care. People don't care about low level privacy invasions. They will trade trade them for the convenience of being able to be like Alexa, get me a pizza. Alexa is listening to everything you're fucking talking about. But, they, like, but you whatever. instruct Alexa. I guess there'll probably be ads within Alexa at some point. Well, no, because what Alexa and Google Home's able to do is build a more detailed profile about your IP address. Oh. So they're like, oh, Google Home, like this is what this is how it works. People are like sitting around talking about getting a new cutting board or whatever people buy. Mm-hmm. Google Home's listening. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, so okay. But that's the thing is when you say barbecue, when you go to a barbecue store and you're talking to your wife about barbecues, yeah. and then ten minutes later you've Pornography got sponsored ads, ads with porn. Yeah, oh, of yeah, people barbecuing. Yeah, in porn. Yeah. porn. I like when people bitch at us. They're like, I went to OilersNation.com online. There were ads everywhere for Russian single dating websites. It's disgusting. That's your cookies. You are disgusting. <laughs> the ad network is just showing what, yeah. statistically speaking, you're going to look so at. So we most. program, just so you know, when you see wonky ads, we program to only see like legit good ads in terms of like what gets displayed from yeah. our ad networks. Now, if you're a if freaking you, leak and you wheel into leak, yeah. and you got a cookie following is you around right? your is internet conquest. So yeah. if you're on a site and you see ads for shit, that's because that's being programmed towards the, your search. You, you've yes. never gone. So say you go to the Air Canada website. Yes. And then like. You go like on your next site or next visit, and it's like a takeover ad for Air Canada. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. You build your model of your ads around it. So it's like if Chalmers has gone to AirCanada.com and looked at a flight to Saskatoon, yeah. statistically speaking, for the next seventy-two hours, hit him with maximum exposure of ads going to Saskatoon on Air Canada, and it'll likely route you back. And then if you hook up Gmail on your phone, mm. or you have Instagram on your phone and Facebook, it connects your phone to your home IP address. So it'll be like, oh, Christopher chalmers at gmail.com on his phone is doing all this shit on his computer is doing all this shit on his ipad's doing all this shit and they'll like triangulate a profile about yeah. you like I, i've gone and done like i've gone that's and looked at flights talk. i don't know what the like, yeah i get what that means but that's fucking scary but that's fine of. because at the end of the day then you're not looking at ads for like equestrian training or some shit <laughs> yeah you're i guess like, it's more oh, goddamn right that's where i should go to get my honey in an industrial quantity They'll show that to people who are Googling how much honey can I get for 20 grand for reasons <laughs> only they know. <laughs> how come when you buy honey and then you use like three quarters of it, the bottom quarter of it turns to like that hard honey? 
We need to ask Yukon Jack. He's the honey. Does oh, anybody yeah. know that? Jay, so you know a lot of What honey. kind of honey are you buying? Just Bootleg like honey in an alley? Mr. B honey. Yeah, like so oh, yeah. that's, that's where you fucked up. Yeah. Corporate. No, this is like. You got to get unpasteurized, bees, legit tell honey. Me, tell me if anybody's ever had that problem. Though. You get to like three quarters of the way done. You yeah, go it back hard. and you look at it the yeah. next day. And it's like white and coagulated. Or it, it's because it's not real honey. Go oh, it's watch. Real honey. It says 100% real honey. Yeah, that's because the name the of the company. petroleum company that makes the yeah. jelly that they call honey is called yeah. 100%. The honey, honey you buy, if it's one of those squeeze balls, no. it is cut. With what? Cocaine. Uh, yeah. It's oh. with baby formula. <laughs> I wonder it's so expensive. Just like Frank Lucas. <laughs> baby formula. I need to but, buy more uh, honey. If you get the pure stuff, unpasteurized, legit honey from a good apiary, I believe. Who that's has what time for Jay that. does. It's I've seen him, I've seen him milking bees individually I, to get his honey. I, <laughs> I, I am, I am an, an afar enthusiast of being a beekeeper. I really I think at some point in my life why, I'll do it. So do you know why when the bees, when you put the, the smoke on them, why they tame right down? They don't get all aggressive? Anybody know that answer? I just know it calms them down. I don't know like the chemical reaction that gets to like, Well, you're going you to need to know steam. this if you're going to be a bee farmer. Well, right? I, all I need to know is that you need to put steam or smoke or whatever to calm them down. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the science behind that. I feel like, you're, I feel like you got a lot of work. And all, I know, all I know, you know is I need to keep a lot buy of some flowers honey, that they pollinate, and then that, they'll make the honey. That's, it's, Are you going to buff your honey? What? Uh, unpasteurized, bro. Like, untouched. Raw, like he's fucking mad. organic I mean, like, shit. What, did you just accuse me of pasteurizing my honey? I don't... Uh, I, what? That no, sound no, you no, hear no. is eight people if stopping you don't listening. Do, if you, if the less you do, the more you get. Or you, or you, the shit that you buy, you get 25% that's fucking rock hard yeah, at the bottom. Not, yeah, because it's in a cute, bear-shaped bottle. It's easier to spread, though, because then you cut bear, the bottle. I mean, you cut the bottle so that it's now like a little tiny like bowl of honey. And you can scoop it out, and it's easier, to be honest. But who gets squeezable honey? You get a jug. You get a jug of honey, and you take a spoon and you. Oh, so scoop it's it all up. hard. No, it's soft. <laughs> I don't know. You it's know what? If I was listening to this podcast, it's, which I, would I never would, I would turn this shit it's, off and I'd say, "What the fuck? Do you know it's why not I have liquid? It's it is solid, but it's soft. It's like it's like it's like room temperature butter. Uh, okay, good. And well, then you put you put it in you put it in a hot drink you spread it on anything and it spreads so easy and it never goes peanut hard. Peanut butter honey sandwiches, it's my go-to. That peanut butter honey sandwiches is the fucking bomb. Yeah, you, and know you should the, do it with real fucking honey because it's better, man. Thank you, your God. You okay. want me to buff so my honey, bro? Here's the thing. Here's why we yeah. have the squeeze bottles. When I put the honey on the other bread and then I put it together and then I like hold the sandwich, it all drips out the bottom. Yeah, you, so AKA, it won't drip. You don't want listen, it to drip, but then listen. it gets sticky. I'm not getting as much honey, so I have to take the squeeze bottle and add a little dollop oh, onto my next dude, bite. You take a knife and you spread it on your fucking bread. And just put an aggressive it, layer when on. When it warms up, Jay, then it turns you put, liquid. It then drips out the bottom. Even when I use this, the oh hard God. stuff. You've not, because you're not buying unpatronized, legitimate. You're buying the fucking fake corporate shit. Don't tell me that. Tell Aaron there's that a, she's the one that So now you're just pinning it on your wife. There's a Netflix show that shows what big dirty honey does to years. honey. They put like glycol in it. Way. Oh, I just. I just can't believe you're defending crap honey like this. You know what I enjoy when people are bitching about food Talk to Bag Milk. Bag Milk's dad is a beekeeper, (laughs) and he provides great honey. Uh, We're going to get you some fucking good shit, and you got to try it. Bag Milk, I know you're on holidays. When you're out in the gal at the the Bag Milk farm, grab a jug. Yeah, and bring bring three, because if it's free, give me three. That's true. That's my motto. For anybody confused, you're listening to the Alberta Honey Podcast, brought to you by (laughs) Bees. I hate it when people chalmers are like, "Ooh, don't eat that. It's full of chemicals." Yeah, but people are eating everything. Meat burgers. Everything oh, is full of chemicals. Everything is full of chemicals. Everything in the carbon-based 
fucking planet is full of chemicals. Tell me something that isn't full of can- chemicals, you hippie fucks. That's what I'm saying. Chocolate. Whole food. No, uh, What's wrong with Beyond Meat? Uh, it's got like so. It's got lots of bad stuff in it. Dry it's, well it's, it's so. I think it's really unhealthy for you, but it's not made with meat, and it's just laced with sodium. So it's so. Holy you can, fuck! I've gone back to back Timmy's wraps Beyond Meat because I was, thought I was gonna live forever. Oh no? yeah, don't don't do it thinking you're getting healthier for it. You're not. No, it's just if you if you're a vegan I or if you don't not. eat meat. Well, if you don't eat meat, then it's a solution to get you that like kind what of. What if you put fake honey on Beyond Meat sandwich? Oh, oh great! You want to jump across the table and fight you? Then you immediately just appear in a different universe. Like you could spontaneously combust. I've never heard two people who weren't in a mental institution argue about honey for that long in my entire life. But I can't even believe it's an argument. It's Why? Part of my like, life, man. Uh, I like honey. <laughs> fake honey. Fake honey. I'm going to go home right now. I'm going to take a picture of the bottle. Dude, go on Netflix. There's a, there's a document. Yeah, I not, don't go on Netflix, man. It's all made of chemicals. So do you believe on a McDonald's patty when it says oh, 100% Jesus. pure beef? No, believe, because that's not in the. Do you, it doesn't say ingredients colon one percent pure beef. Do you believe it? No, I don't believe it. Okay, because we know that's I a farce question as well. That. Well, it's when the same I see thing. a tire and it says ingredients hundred percent pure rubber, I think it's hundred percent pure rubber though, because it says it in the ingredients. What about my mixtape? It was hundred percent pure fire, and I'm hundred percent that bitch. Do you <laughs> believe that in the ingredients? You no, know it is hundred percent legit. The suits you can get. From Indochino. Well done. Milk's gone. Well, and I stepped up wow. and wrote it. Huge. Um, he has like a big long list of information on Indochino that he didn't send to me before he left. But here's I what make I know. Up what you remember. I think we could all remember. No, no. I'll try to tell you the goods. You go to West Edmonton Mall. Okay. Indochino. Mm-hmm. Right by the water park on the second floor. You say the nation sent you. They will then make you feel like an absolute boss while they take your measurements. And then you get to go through the a la carte selections while you build your suit of like, what color? What do you want on the inside? What do you want stitched on the inside? What do you, how reinforced do you want your crotch? Can you, I get it reinforced for the Jujar Kara package? Well, then so it's just not going to fit well. You, you, <laughs> you go promo code Jujar and you're, don't worry, your front is Your covered. right leg is twice the width? <laughs> you could well, be if, called the Kara if, if, if that's where you If, if you're a right side tuck. Yeah, so which which way do you... Uh, well, it depends. Is it, if it's after Labor Day, I tuck to the right. Anybody that doesn't tuck to the right. Do you ever do no a north to right 60? Right tuck or left tuck? Well, I have to do north, north of 60, 60 when I go 6 to midnight. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, you so. tuck top north of 60. Well, yeah, to. well, this is all things that can be addressed. And you go in. You, you and like I said, How long does this process take, JR? Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, that's very nice. It's not Convenient. good. And, and how they're long very does it take nice. to get your suit? I got, honestly, so they say within like two weeks, two to three weeks, I got it in like 12 days. Now, I might have been lucky and hit the lottery and got those two days sooner, but like it was crazy. And if fast. you needed a second suit in a month, you're good. Keep your measurements. Yeah, keep measurements. So, so actually, on the second go around, unless you you know haven't let it go because it's summer like I've been doing, and I'm kind of worried if I can fit in this in this suit, you just call up and say, "Hey, I want the purple with the yellow and the blue and the pinstripes and the vent, and I want to be off suspenders." And then just over that phone call, two weeks later, boom, it arrives. So I've got very particular style. Yeah. I want ultra short suit Daisy Dukes. Yeah, done. But then a really long coat over top. Can they make that happen? Of course. Interesting. It is made to order. Custom suit Indochino. Go check them out. West Edmonton Mall. Tell them the nation send you. I look fly. At least I feel fly, which is the most important look part. Look good, feel good, bud. Exactly. I've got my Hope Will Never Die insignia on the inside when Amazing. I open up the pocket. I got the purple polka dots. It's legit. 
You know what I did in Toronto for that wedding? I tried the no socks in the in the dress shoes look. Ah. Uh-huh. Because the pants are a little short. Yeah. Yeah, kind of felt nice. So you went barefoot, or did you wear those like I hidden wore those socks? hidden socks? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. You gotta wear the hidden socks. I don't you gotta want those have to some socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when and I do years the shoes, I wore socks. The, when I do shoeies out of the dress shoes. Then, did you? Oh heck yeah! Oh, <laughs> like a shoey when you pour your drink into your shoe. You Was it a Greek oh, wedding or Greek. a good thing you're wearing socks? I didn't do it at that wedding. I did it at my mom's retirement party. Oh, oh my god! Great. Did you do a shoey at your mom's retirement party? Somebody told me to, so I did it. Ah, Fair enough. Chalmers is a man of honor. If he accepts a dare, he will then deliver on that dare. Speaking of weddings, I was at a bachelor party this past weekend. Hey, where Where were you? Canmore, Alberta. We were going golfing. Excellent. And then obviously, you know, we're guys in our 20s, so we were like, all right, we need to hit the town for a bit. So we went to like one of the two bars. The Drake? Yeah, the Drake. Excellent. The Drake is great. Hey, but none of us had ever been there. It's big. The Drake is Yeah, it's confusing. That's what my story is. So we walk in. And there's like an older rock duo on stage, live music. Yes. And we're all sitting there, you know, we're having our beers and whatever, nodding our heads to the music, having a good time. And we're like, oh, this isn't very wild. Like, should we go somewhere else? Like, we're debating it. We were here for about an hour. And then uh, me and my, not the sister that's getting married, my other sister's husband was like, oh, why do people keep walking up and down the stairs in the basement? Like, what the hell's going on down there? So finally, after being in this place for like 90 minutes, we're like, all right, well, let's go see what the basement's about. You walk down, they open the door. It's a fucking nightclub under party. Oh, like, yeah. It was the wildest shit ever. And then the night took off from there. Obviously, if you go from watching some duo in their 40s play like Metallica, Where? you walk downstairs and there's like Flow Rider pumping through. Holy Where'd you fuck. go for dinner? Um, Blake, but I called it Balake. Balake. Oh, that's good. I call it Blake. So I got this thing where we, when we were in Toronto and my, we were needing like a restaurant, I we went to Joey's, right? Okay. There's so many millions of restaurants there, and my friends all gave me Very shit. They're adventurous. like, you go, yeah, you go all the way to Toronto and all those great restaurants, you go to a Joey's. My question for you is, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I go to what's consistent? What if I you know enjoy it, why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you? Well, why would you want to have a restaurant from a different city in this city? Because it's a fucking like you, chain. Yeah, right. People so, make millions off this concept. Same reason I, I like Taco Bell here. I like Taco Bell here. Exactly. Everywhere I talk about. I always make it the same, and I always know I like it. The worst thing I'd hate is when you go somewhere... And you're like, oh, I'm gonna be adventurous. Order this thing, and you hate it. One bite in, you don't like your dinner. One of the things I remember, the the, the, our buddy's dad did the development down in Mexico. And they got the guy who was running Earls and Jasper to come down and do the restaurant. Remember that? It was yep. like a bootleg Earls. The yep. best. You can't yeah. miss. I love Earls food. I love Joey's food. I just flashed like a bunch of nights I've had at the Drake. God, that place is good. A bunch of nights. A bunch of nights. We every, that's the only place to go in Gamor. So yeah. I've been there a bunch of times. Went to it a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the second option is in Canmore. They still, they still, you still smoke on like the balcony out back, like the deck. Oh, I, 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 I didn't. Smoke I don't think you're probably allowed to. Have a smoke. Anymore. What yeah. kind of party is that? Yeah, yeah. have a cigarette once in a while. Yeah, mix one in. Yeah, live your on, life, truck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we we condone smoking on real life. Everyone should have a cigarette. Everybody, I'm I don't smoke when they drink. I mean, wait a minute, no, you should. <laughs> yeah, the Alberta Honey Podcast is brought to you by Laramie's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I'm a millennial, so I don't smoke. I vape. Well, you just oh, have to yeah. do that outside. Big don't you? clouds, bro. Yeah. All, Was there any fights? The and I don't bang. No. I get mad at people on Twitter. <laughs> Not you personally. Um, but there was like a surprising amount of bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like oh, in the dance with yeah. the Drake at once, there was four of us all like in big that, groups. So did you, did, That's did, the kill did, zone, buddy. Yeah. Did, did your see? group mesh with another yeah. group? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yes. get this. Guys group and guys group, though? Or girls it was group guys group, guys group, girls group, girls group. So like an even number. But in one of them. There was a girl who was a bridesmaid who worked at Panago with my sister's boyfriend 
like nine years yeah. ago. So it was you just had like, it in. Yeah, we had it in. We oh. clicked. It was a great night. I've seen night. Jay join Stagettes when we're at the bar that he's not a part of and be like, well, see you later, guys. And then he just joined the their stag. True story. Yeah. I, I'll, tell, I'll tell a story about that. We were on White Ave. Uh, I think we're at the Billiard Club and we were out having a night. It was like a, you know, the boys' night. It was probably eight or nine of us. And this Stagette shows up and it's like four or five girls and they're sitting Lame. on the table and they're not talking to each other. And I'm like, and one's dressed up and they got like the, the penis cup and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, you got this. It's so gross. I was like, oh my God, I feel terrible for the bride. Like this is the worst stag ad I've ever seen. So Mission I, Impossible started. So yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I'm younger and more, you know, ambitious and don't care or less shame or whatever. And just walk over to the table and I'm like, girls, I have to be honest. This is the worst stag ad I've ever seen. Starts with a neg. That's how you get them. Got yeah. It. And they're like, what do you mean? And I just kind of got into it. I'm like, and so I have to work in the morning and my hair hurts. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, who cares? I'm like, this stagette is not about you. It's about her. You have to make sure she has the best time. You know, this is what it's all about. So whatever you're, whatever emotional baggage you're bringing into this, fucking check it at the coat check. You just Come, assumed it was emotional baggage? Well, I'd said a bunch of things, but like, you know, whatever it is, it's, what, whatever, it. whatever preconceived, you what know, of night was this? Oh, uh, this is probably around like 11, 1130, oh, maybe midnight. It's not late. And so whatever, no, built up rapport. And I hour, said, ladies, if time. you want her to have a good time, come with me. So I ditched the boys and I took this like five lady stagette and we went on a pub crawl up and down downtown. He looked like the grand marshal of the stampede yes. parade. And then it leading everybody down ended the at the end of the night with hugs and the bride just being like, thank you. And I was like. I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't let this, I couldn't, I couldn't let this go on any further. I had to get involved. Nine months later, that lady gave birth to a baby that only eats unpasteurized honey mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and was super dark, dark curly hair for James Neal. <laughs> dark curly hair. Uh, when you said you were starting that story, I'm like, oh boy, is this going to be too dicey? Is this going to be weird to put on the podcast? It was fine. And then you chimed in with that and it made it weird for the podcast. Well, <laughs> it's got to have a little element of weird. Now. You know, I may have stayed in contact with someone a little a little, a little while after, but that's another story for another day. Uh, <laughs> if I had the Roadcaster Pro, we could call them. Oh, jeez. Oh, that, that'd be, that, I'd listen to that is podcast. Is he asking for technical, <laughs> uh, technical <laughs> like, device? Gonna, I don't know. This one was pretty boring. They were talking about honey. Then they started randomly calling people that they met 10 years So just years hold on. Over. If you had a piece of equipment, we could just randomly call people? We could literally call whoever. When we were talking about honey, I could have dialed up what is this? What, what, is this, what does this thing cost about? It's called the Roadcaster Pro. It'll cost you around $700, $800. It's got six built-in hotkeys. Mic faders can run four different mics. You can record onto Audition on the laptop, or you can record to an SD card if you're doing a mobile podcast. Hello. Does it have a finger drum machine? You think you have an 808? You can plug one in, but you you can. Like oh, it has oh, you know, oh. like those buttons that are on those. Oh yeah, it has those. It has six of them. It has the hotkeys built in, so you can like put things on there and like fire sound effects and shit. Like yeah. on Simpsons, we those clowns in Washington have done it again. Hot 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 Maybe that's what we should do. One of our, our th- uh, we, one for one of our uh, like, like t- the opening song. We should create a loop. <laughs> From all of us, and oh. that, that should be the, whatever the hell it is. Your M gets it would be his responsibility to kind of knit it all together. Just go but buy it and put something. an expense claim. Oh yeah, we're there. We're trying to get. No, it's already we're trying there. To he's, he's trying to. He's, he's, there's a, there's a, it's a thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna like really put the pressure on it now, bringing up every podcast until <laughs> they have it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll crack new. and buy it if we can't get. Oh, a deal sounds done. like a fun, fun little. Try device. and get a deal done if you can get a deal done. <laughs> Yeah, Long McQuaid, if you're listening, which you're probably not. If someone that is listening, that has a cousin that works at Long McQuaid. Where the music begins. Where the music begins. Have them get in touch with us. We can make it, yeah, we can, it'll be good. We can talk. It can be the Long and McQuaid studio. 
Oh, that's like what we're that. working on, right? We're yeah. trying to get spots. Who's McQuaid? Because I get to be long. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, uh, All right. Uh, I've got a... I, there's something I forgot to mention, and I'm sure... Is it about honey? No. I had a fucking nut. It's about James Neal, and I forgot to mention oh, all this. We gotta go back Oilers to talk shit? for the last 10 minutes. Let's go. No, just... Uh, go get a beer call, call this Oilers, if you will. James I've got Neal. one beef with this trade. One beef to the negative. James Neal has yet to update his Twitter profile. Maybe his phone's on a pinwheel for the second straight hour. James Neal is of the means to throw his phone into the lake and get a new phone. Do you know how much James Neal dreads going on Twitter? Probably that he's just blocked it out of his mind. Yeah. But, like, he's got an agent. Lucic changed it immediately. Immediately. But the thing with Neal would be, he's the one that everybody's, like, happy with. Like, Calgary fans are mad that they lost him, and Oilers fans are are happy uh that they got him. They're well, mad really that ha- they lost Neil. They are mad unhappy they that they took the, on Luch. Yeah. Oh. So it's uh, that's all. Just like I, I, I'm, I'm. If if that is the worst thing, I'm willing to live with it. But like, come on, man. It's been like four days. <laughs> yeah. His last tweet was a Mark Giordano Norris tweet. His bio says number eighteen for the Calgary Flames with three exclamation points, and his cover photo is him in a Calgary Flames jersey. I say it weird, don't I? Calgary. I keep thinking Calgary. Calgary. I, I say. See Algary. Yeah, I just shouldn't say it at all. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. Like you gotta that's what gets fans going when you change yeah, it. Yeah, send out it. the tweet and be like, let's fucking go, Oilers fans, let's get it. Like, like he had he yeah. did the interview, like I like his quotes, loving it, calling it our team already. He's doing those things. I'm like, yes. And then we go to Twitter and I'm like, Luke changed it like an made, hour after the trade. Well, he tweet he should, jer- it was it, it was a shot at us. He should have sure. made a play on the tweet that he sent to Connor last year. When Connor said, is it hockey season or is it October yet? Yeah. He said, no, Connor, it's August. Maybe do like a second tweet right now saying it's still huh. July, huh. but like it's, have him work. It's five like days now, bro. Gear. Like, yeah. I, uh, and, and I love that. That shows you kind of like the relationship he has with Connor. I love that. Like, you know, when the guys are, are juicing each other, that's a good thing. I think he's just a good vet. I think he'll be good. Of course. And he can score the yeah. goals. You think the others are done? For the year? No. For the summer, you think Ken Holland's oh. made his last move? Because he was on with Gazzola today, and he kind of mm-hmm. said, like, you're always looking for ways 20. to improve, but the 23 guys-ish are, like, we feel fairly comfortable with what we got type of deal because we have a lot of, like, guys who have upside. Yeah, there's – I wouldn't mind trying to get one more bona fide player. I don't know what position, but just to – Yeah, me too. I feel like this is a big opportunity now where, like, I was all about the – not punt away this year, but, you know – Next summer is when Ken Holland can make his big splash. But now, like, if you can go out and get, <laughs> if you can go and get Pavel Buchnevich, or if you can go and get like a scoring winger, still somehow, think how good that top six would be, and you so, got a little money. Yeah. So what if it? Who could we trade that's like two and a half to three million dollars? Gagne, Manning. Although Manning's really because they're gonna bury him, obviously. Because so really you know like who you you know who you can get because it's already a foregone conclusion he's getting moved. Who hasn't been moved yet is Jason Zucker. Yeah, but yeah, like Gagne would have to be in that package, right? Like, yeah, it would so, have to so be, like who because we we because he's five and a half million, mm-hmm. so we need another two and a half million. So how do we get that done? This guy is proven like 50, 60 point guy. Yeah, like, yeah, like I I bet you it's a first. I bet you it's a prospect. And Minnesota has to agree to take Gagne's deal, and then maybe you could swing that. Yeah. But I don't know enough about him, but I hear he's a good guy. He won like some uh, the Masterson Award, or not Masterson, yeah. but whatever the Community Involvement Award is, and he can score points. 
All right, we're almost at the end of episode 131 Thanks. of Nation Real Fuck. Life. The honey episode. Can we call it that one? Yeah, I'll call it the honey episode. Um, Nation golf tournament, though. We should plug that because we need to keep plugging that. Oh, yeah. We've got about six spots left. Six or seven. I'll have to check. But uh, all I can say, so the tournament's on August 29th. It's at Cougar Creek at 2 p.m. We've got buses taking us from the Lewis Estates Brewhouse to and from. So we're going to have a pre-party, a post-party, a bus party a golf party, a post-golf party, an in-golf, seventh-hole party. All I know is, you know, I, I'm involved with the planning of the tournament. The party planning committee? I'm on the party planning committee of one. And you and Angela? We have, uh, we've got a lot of activation. It's going to be good. Like, it's going to be, like, we're doubling down on the experience. Uh and yeah, a lot of good partners have, have stepped up. Our friends, Canadian Brewhouse, have been good. They're they're covering all the buses to make sure we get to and from safely. Will Hawk beef, beef Will Hawk beef jerky, who's that guy is just well that comp well. You have to try the beef jerky, and then the the people behind the cup are even more amazing. Uh, they're heavily involved, so everyone's gonna have that. But like we've got we've got whole activation sponsors, great prizes, and Oops. it's literally gonna be a great time. Who do I get to golf with? You? Yeah. Uh, Am I in? Am I allowed to come? A whole bunch of bees. Actually, uh, yeah. Do you want to play? Oh, yeah. Like, I have it booked off of TSN because I thought I was in. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't have done yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'm no. In. You're in. You're going to play with yeah, our friends. In, buddy. Our, our friends at Jappa. Yeah. Uh, Russ and Sean. Russ Hell Bray yeah. and Sean Green. Uh, they're a twosome, so you will play with them, and then we'll find That's you a That's a good fourth. twosome. Let's do it. Great, yeah. guys. Chalmers, are you playing? <clears throat> yeah. Do you want to be the fourth in that group? I could. Or do you want to get a uh, force? I do, when is it again? August 29th. Cougar Creek, 2 p.m. Yeah. That's the right day around of, your. That's the, no, that is literally the day of my 10th anniversary with my wife. Well, Chalmers has to. So no way to do say some soul searching. So. Chalmers has to do some soul searching. Yeah. If, 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 needed, if need be, we could have celebrity guest Aaron Chalmers, a.k.a. Chalmers' wife, also attend. Oh, show. that's exactly what you want to be. Hey, you read her mind, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, how you read that lady's mind? Know, you don't I'm know how to buy it. So Chalmers has, has a tough decision. Uh, if you can pull it it's off. It's really not that tough. If you can pull it off. And uh, if, if you see, <laughs> be sure if you see Chalmers at the golf tournament to mock him for being there, uh, for making the wrong choice. He'll be there with two Red Bulls. One I don't chance. drink those anymore. Wink. Wink. No, do you? No, no, not at all. Since you cracked, have you come back to it? No. No, no, no. Since been then. As a producer, the summer always scares the hell out of me, right? Why? We were able to make a wicked show. That's what I was going to say. Like, this podcast was unreal. Not true. To Nuge, to all of that. Uh -uh. Honey talk. Garbage. Honey talk. There's nothing better than a well run sports podcast program in the middle of summer and i think how this dare was... you call us a program that makes well, it sound oh, like it's legit about big brother last week and i wasn't here you guys have three minutes oh, yeah. come on. we have as long as we need <laughs> okay so yeah. i'm not caught up i'm Fuck. a cliffomaniac god Say, damn you it. aren't caught up no no but go 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 but like nope, what not, no. not caught up until all right you're i didn't watch last night's episode okay so i'm fine not talking about that no no i'm talking about that okay talk about it talk about it let me hear it Dude, right. okay, so here. going forward this summer, the rule is always be caught up on Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, you got please. to. I know. Because we really want your input. Yeah. What else do you do on a Sunday night? I was at the fucking stag. I, oh, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, you got to decompress from the stag at like 9 o'clock when you get home. There's oh, 40 minutes of... Anyways, he didn't watch it. No big deal. He will next week. I found that all of a sudden it got good immediately. 
Wait. That has got to be. This Cliff. is the TSN turning point yep. of the season. Cliff yep. going to camp comeback. Yes. Then to go and dominate as sweet, he does. Sweet irony. Wins out of camp comeback. Your M Jack. Back into the show. Shut up. Yeah. You got to see, you had to see the chat. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. The oh, old yeah. man, he went from being in and camp guess, comeback and, and fucked and so it was to one destroying those, everybody in the camp comeback. It was, it was one of those ones where you have to uh, like buzz in. And if, you know, yeah. everybody's in this a row the and they're all partitioned but between each other. So it's between him and one other person. And who in the sweet, sweet irony would you want to see him go against? Jackson. Yeah, Aquaman. And so it's Aquaman versus what he called himself. What do you say? Old man versus Aquaman. And uh, and Jack's just like, oh, I'm going to be the bad guy here always. But if I lose, and sure as shit, he loses. And not even like lost, like close. Cliff buzzed in like quick. And the dude was just standing there dumbfounded. Cliff is, it was Cliff awesome. is showed up. Shit. And the best thing about Cliff his, is his celebration. His, oh my God, I watched it four times. So his cel- Ooh, his celebration his celebration's what? great, but then he dances by himself in the storage room. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Uh, never in the history of Big Brother, never in the history of Big Brother, any countries can I recall someone being so fucked. Yep. Yeah. Swimming. It's like when you flush a hamster down the toilet because it's time to kill it. Yeah. And it swims against the current, climbs out of the toilet, and starts a Broadway play. So let's make sure we just don't tell him who he puts on. Cause it's it's like let's leave it. Oh no, yeah. you got to. No, I we don't need to do that. that. Please tell so me excited. he goes like Jackson Mickey. Yes, that's exactly what he does. Yes, yes. right. Yes. And then he goes and just does a but, power move. Yes. Now the concern is yeah. is what's the Staten Island girl's name? Staten Island Stacy. Stacy. No, no, no. Christy. 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 So Mickey thinks that Christy's gonna use her diamond power veto. She's not, and we're not sure if she is. It's the one that turns the veto into whoever goes. Yeah, gets to pick. If she's smart, yeah. So that's the only risk that might kind of tamper his uh, his hoh. But like Cliff has showed up and he is flexing, and it ain't weird. I love it when he throws out. I've been all around the world. I've had guns pulled on me. I've been yeah. to checkpoints and all this. These kids aren't going to intimidate. I'm not scared. And then of they Mickey go and they show everybody coming, talking to him like he's the bell at the ball. Yeah. And both Mickey and Jackson come in and just think that they can just like, you know, tell him everything he wants to hear and tell him what he should do and all this shit. And like he's a dumb old man. And he just goes into the diary room and it's just like, at times even they're talking to him and he's looking up at the camera like, are these guys fucking serious? It's so good. Yeah. It's really. really I do good. not enjoy and Mickey and what, I do not I, enjoy I, Aquaman. Dude, what's so uh, funny is I liked that group. Because like I just like that group. I always like a powerful group for some reason. Yeah, I always me get too. Drawn to it, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they started the 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 just being bull- they, I don't want to say they were, bullies. They were just fucking they were assholes. Just being that assholes. Bella is an absolute nerd. When, when, not, Obi, when Obi asks her. when Obi asks Jackson if he can talk to him, and he slaps his hand, turns around, and goes, "Let's talk. What's up?" Yeah. And you just go. Yeah, that was my loser. heel turn for him when yeah. I went. This guy's a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't stand. He's him. not a good person. No, he's yeah. not a good person. No, and that's Neither the thing. I don't mind. I like I powerful even, alliances. They're even, good people. They're good, like a good team. They're they're, they're I all. I wasn't even oh. mad with his passive aggressive way of telling Kimmy not to put her, her drink in the fridge. That was pretty good. Because Kimmy's Kimmy's her no, so annoying. Yeah, right. no, that, he like, was out. Yeah, I, I wasn't offended point, by that. You could have been like, this fucking guy thinks he's the best. But it was at that exact moment, and like I still kind of like Mickey, but I also think he's like he's a dork. He's an amalgamation of everything I dislike in. What a young American, like, you know. Mickey thinks he has it all figured out when he, but he, but how he executes is horrific. Yeah. The thing that also drove, and this is much more lower down in the big brother totem pole of things, but Ari getting, or Ovi, sorry, Ovi, Ovi getting the right to the winning that freaky challenge, yeah. but he was already fucked. Yeah. Then had yeah. to go sit in the camp comeback. Yeah. Fucked the entire time. Yeah. 
He was. There's a lot of people getting their feelings hurt in this show, though. Yeah, it's a heartbreaking wow. year. Kind of oh, Christy wow. going sort of. crazy for that two minutes? Oh, yeah. my God. She that, that was, yeah, you that saw that. So weird. So that weird. Just, it's because so she had the diamond veto. She was just getting in her own head. That, but like, and then we I found get, out she's told everyone about it. Like, well, geez, yeah. you got to keep that shit on, under wraps. Oh. Don't tell Bella anything. Well, yeah, but they, Bella knows. She, that's the first people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, Jesus. Uh, so this is the beauty thing about Cliff. Cliff is the guy that last week... Formed an alliance with Nicole and Ovi, a guy who's in Camp Comeback, and that's his alliance. Yeah. To now being ousted, coming back, winning HOH, and then po- potentially pulling off the biggest power move of the Those season. Six shooters. This early in the dumb, season. But they did a dumb move. Like, that was a stupid move to go against Bella, Sam, and, uh, and Nick. Because, like, they... Publicly. They publicly. They should have told them that they wanted to flip it. Then they could have all been together. This whole cliff thing probably never happens. It's right. because the six shooters is being run by Jackson and Mickey. They're both idiots, man. Yeah, they really they're are. Both they're both idiots. Like, like they, have, they have assholes. no leadership qualities whatsoever, right? Yeah. Like if you want to be the alpha alpha that wins everything, you got to be muscle, muscly, but also get the Nicoles of the world to work with you. Yeah. And like when you have that big of a group, just play your odds. Just chisel down the crew until you only have the nine left or whatever the fuck it is. But they're like, don't sometimes they, incur- they yeah. include the truck driver. Sometimes they don't. I love we Sam. actually have a fucking six group. Sometimes we don't. Like, it's all fucking bullshit. I think that they could probably get split in half with a little bit of cliff leadership. They're the worst alliance ever. Yeah. They're awful. They're just imploding. But well, they are. And the six couples are in a position right now. They're poised to get that if Sam and Nicole and um, uh, Sam, Nicole... No, sorry, Cliff Nicole. If that whole side of the house gets Bella and Sam and Nick, is it six on six at that point? But but but, but with the couples uh, losing, somebody yeah, I right think now? I think what they need to do, yeah. So if they get out one of the if they get out one of the Jaxes, if yeah. you will, uh, honestly, I I think truck driver Sam and Staten Island girl and Tommy, yep, because they're a couple, should yep. join Cliff. And Nicole, just pick off Mickey, and Holly, pick, and Annalise. And pick off that other side. I think that's what they should. And they could. But, and they but could. And I think and Holly, that's, they're kind of playing like the Angela. They're not really doing much. They're right not now. doing. And they're and they're, so and they're hanging off. They're hanging off. And they're, and they're just kind of floating, of right? The, of the group. And if the minute that group crumbles, they're done. They're, they're done because they've already played. They've already drawn their line in the sand. So that's why I I would jump off that sinking ship onto the other side and then start just picking them off. Do they? Especially because you got Cliff Hogg, fucking. Throwing up the money, oh, Manzel hands. He was doing money, Manzel. Yeah, he was. Burst his face. What was the start like, of his celebration? He, he, goes, he does a Cam he, Newton. He, he pulls, pounds, he pounds his, his chest, chest, rips it open, rips, rips it, it open like Superman. With the and then, oh, is that what so that is? Does, yeah. So he does. He does a pound, and then into the Cam Newton Superman chest rip, oh. and then into the money Manzel, and yeah. it's just like, where oh, did he come up with just, this? Thing? Oh, it's so good. He needs to stop his cliff notes. They are going to. Well, they told him. Yeah. Yeah. He got. But, and that was the other thing. Those eight in that room. Sorry, kid. This will be the last thing. Yeah, yeah. Those eight in that room, when they were coming apart, they had to know that everybody else in the house was sitting outside listening to them. But the thing is, they're so stupid. They don't they think it matters. Yeah, we're they, just talking game. We're just talking game. Yeah. Fucking eight of you. Because obviously yeah, now everyone so, knows yeah. you're in an alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really, And really then Mickey's like, yeah, we know there's an eight-person alliance when Mickey's talking to... Uh, Sam. Oh. To, no, no, to uh, Cliff, because he initially went to oh, Cliff yeah, after he, he won. No. He'd be like, hey, Cliff, just so you know, like, that was the plan. We knew you were, you were going to have the best chance to come. Like, that's how arrogant he thinks. He thinks yeah. he can go and tell Cliff what to think. I liked Cliff talking with uh, uh, Bella being like, you can go and be duplicitous and scheming. Just do it for me. And she's like, hee, 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 and ran out of the room, scuttling away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. 
Well, the yes. season's getting good in a hurry. Are her and the yeah. guy, what's her showman's name? Nick. Is this consummated? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't watch After Dark. They oh, yeah, yeah, I, don't I do. Either. Yeah, just. Do you actually? Mm. Yeah. Pop TV, whatever. Mm. All right, well, I love that we end all of our episodes now on Big Brother Talk. That was so great. Good. Nation Real Life episode 131 is over. Excuse me there. I just lost my trend of thought. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.